Welcome to the Same Side Selling Podcast, dedicated to modern sales and marketing, innovation, and leadership. Here's your host, Ian Altman. Hey, it's Ian Altman. Welcome to the Same Side Selling Podcast. This week's episode, ghosting. You know the scenario. You've been working with this client or potential client for a while. You maybe even had a meeting with them. You may have sent them a detailed proposal about all the things that you can offer them in response to what they told you was important, and now they just go silent. They don't even have the common courtesy to get back to you and to tell you that they're not interested. It's almost like they've disappeared. They've they've become a ghost. In fact, you might even go visit their website just to see if they still are listed on the website to see if these people still exist. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about why that happens and some of the things you can do to try and fix it. So let me talk about some of the reasons behind this. And first, what I want you to think about is you've all been in that situation where someone's contacting you and you say, well, you know what? I'm not really interested in getting back to this person. So, you know what? I'm just, I'm just not going to respond because uh, I know this person is just going to be like a dog with a bone. When I tell them I'm not interested, they're just going to try and convince me why I should be interested. You know what? I'm, I'm just not doing it. I'm not calling this person back because they're a jerk. So what you need to think about is the same reasons why you don't call people back are the reasons why other people may not be calling you back. And part of the challenge is that we start by talking about ourselves rather than talking about the problems that we solve. So my good friend Bob London refers to this concept as the elevator rant. And the elevator rant is basically the upside down version of an elevator pitch. The idea of the elevator rant is that we want to describe the problems that we solve for our ideal clients in a way that they would describe their problems if they were talking to a friend or colleague. So if you're someone who sells enterprise IT systems, instead of telling people, oh, we have this enterprise IT system that does X, Y, and Z, instead what we want to describe is what would it sound like when they're talking to a colleague, describing a problem that your enterprise IT system solves for them. So instead, you might say, well, people come to us when they're having this problem, this problem, or that problem inside their large organization. And they tell us that we uniquely solve those problems. But not everyone's a right fit for how we solve that. That's something that in same-side selling, we refer to as the same-side pitch. So one of the main reasons why we get ghosted is that we don't start with the problems we solve. Instead, we start suffering from what I like to call axis displacement disorder. That's where we believe the axis of the earth has shifted. It now goes right down our spine, and we believe the world revolves around us. But it doesn't work that way. So instead, we want to start by talking about and describing the problems that we solve. The second most important thing we have to do is disarm the notion that we are just there to sell somebody. So if someone reaches out to me and says, oh, Ian, I'd love to talk to you because we are the greatest thing for your business. You don't even know it. We are the best. Um, how about next Tuesday at, at 10 a.m.? We'd love to talk to you. It'll just take 20 minutes so we can describe why we would be such a great fit for you. I'm just telling you, I am never taking that meeting because that person 
is the kind of person who's going to waste my time because they're already convinced that they have the solution for my problem. Even if they don't know what my problems are, if I don't have any problems, they are in the, of the mindset that I just haven't figured out that I need them yet. So instead, we have to disarm. So in that example I gave before where I said, well, our clients come to us when they're having these sorts of challenges. They tell us we deliver amazing solutions, but sadly, not everyone we talk to who's facing those challenges is a good fit for how we solve that problem. So I don't yet know that we can help you. See, the benefit of the humility of defining that not everyone's a good fit for you tells the other person, hey, you know what? This is someone who might be able to help me. In fact, they help other people just like me, but they actually have enough humility to say that maybe it isn't a fit for us. And psychologically what happens is that other person is thinking, well, why wouldn't it be a fit? I mean, is there something wrong with us? And they start trying to think about everything from a different perspective, and they're no longer just being in opposition to you. They're no longer resisting. Now we're just putting our heads together to determine whether or not we have a good fit between their problems and our solutions. So the first one is that we want to make sure that we start with the problems we solve. The second one is disarming and the importance of disarming early in the process so that we're acknowledging that not everyone's a fit for us. The last one that I want to talk about in this episode is this idea of differentiation. See, they may already have a solution that they think is perfectly adequate, but you believe that your solution is much better than other people's. And so you might say, oh, we have the best solution in this area. And that would be great if it wasn't for the fact that their existing vendor and every, every other alternative tells them the same thing. You might even say, oh, well, we really work with our customers as partners, which would be great if your opponent or your competitor said, well, we work in opposition to our clients. But, of course, nobody says that. So we can't just have that approach. So instead, we want to use the client vision pyramid. And if you search through past podcast episodes, you'll find the client vision pyramid covered as well as in different videos on my YouTube channel. And the idea of the client vision pyramid is to define three different levels of relationship that people look for when it comes to a vendor or partner for that type of solution. And I'll use the example of a technology company. So let's say you had a technology company that provided some sort of innovative solution, something that was uh, maybe artificial intelligence or, or 3D imaging or something like that that isn't so commonplace. But there are other vendors out there who aren't doing it as well as you are. What you might say to them is once someone expresses a little bit of interest, you might say, well, when people are looking for a partner in this area, they're usually looking for a partner at one of three levels. The basic level is what we call the effective level. And I often describe this in the, in the shape of a pyramid. I call it the client vision pyramid. So at the base level, the effective level, these are people who have one-off solutions. Often if you know exactly what you need, you can tell them what it is. They'll build it for you. And um, as long as you're not going to need enhancements or other upgrades or things like that, often it can get done relatively quickly um, by a small team of people. At the next level is what we call the enhanced level. Now, these are companies that do many different things in addition to these unique solutions, and they offer a breadth of services and consulting and all sorts of other capabilities, and they can address that solution as well as other types of solutions. Now, at the highest level in our industry is what's called the engaged level. 
the engaged level, these are people who are subject matter experts. They have deep expertise and experience in that specific area. They've worked with other companies just like yours in the past. And not only can they deliver great solutions, but they have a proven track record of delivering measurable results for other people. So which level are you looking for? And now what we've just done is we've given people a vision of the difference of different types of solutions in the space. And that makes it so that they don't commoditize everybody together. So these three elements are we want to make sure that you start with the problems that you solve. You then want to make sure you disarm. And then you want to clearly differentiate yourselves. Now, remember, when you're defining the problems you solve, make sure you're defining them in their words, not your words. When you're disarming, you're making it clear that we're acknowledging that even though we deliver great results for everybody, that the way we approach this isn't the right fit for everybody. And then finally, when it comes to differentiation, that's when we use this client vision pyramid. And that way we define the three different levels, the effective, enhanced, and engaged levels. Once we pique their interest, we get to say, so, so what's most important to you? Whatever issue they describe, that's when we fit into the same side quadrants. And that is a topic for another day. And if you search same side quadrants or you search on Amazon for the same side quadrant journals or in same side selling the second edition, if you turn to page 76, you will learn all about the same side quadrants and how to use them in meetings. Remember, this show gets its direction from you, the listener. There's a topic you think I should cover or a guest I should have in the program. Just drop me a note to Ian at IanAltman.com. Have an amazing week, add value, and grow revenue in a way everybody can embrace, especially your customer.